Hello and welcome again to another episode of Sober Times with me, Brandon, your host, and today's guests are... Carly. Have <laughs> 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 we done it? Ron. No, who's going? Welcome back, people. Yeah, go on. Carly. Honey. Hey. I feel superior now. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you went first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, I know it's been a while guys It's been, I think, two weeks since my last episode um, Life's just gotten in the way So I'm trying to get back into doing things in order And yeah, it's just it's been a rough month I'll, I'll get into that in a bit I started doing something new with the guys I got them to have, what's that? Smoothies Thank you, at the moment that? Yeah, <laughs> smoothies um, just so they can try it and what see what it's like. Poison? Yeah, in the future it will be mocktails, but I'm not fully well versed in that yet. I need to practice a bit before getting into that. But you know, or I might just do it and record it and st- film myself stumbling for it. That'll be quite good content too. But yeah, um, all of this in mind to bring more traffic towards the uh, Instagram side of things, and then maybe I'll also link in a TikTok account to that so again like in line with my previous um new year's resolution of trying to grow the podcast these are the sort of things i will be doing so fingers crossed i keep that up as for the rest charlie sorry i know we already recorded this and <laughs> stuff went wrong how has your month been yeah it's been good just spending time with my nephews and that just catching up with them yeah Okay, okay. You haven't been travelling? No, I haven't been allowed to recently, so... But anything new? Like, anything special happened this month? Like, anything that you can think of that's like, okay, the month wasn't too bad? Oh, the months are always the same. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, sounds depressing. What about you, Paddy? So, um, well, only been two weeks, but... Um, as I mentioned in the last podcast, I believe, I was going for my third stage of an app interview. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get it, but I learned through this process just being positive and motivated. And when you go, if you go, if any of you ever go for an app job, just go in there, be talkative to other people being interviewed. They tend to do group interviews, and that shows how um, if people approach your Apple store, how friendly you can be and how um, open-minded you are to listening to their thoughts and ideas. And make sure you walk in with an Apple phone, not an Android. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? That would oh, be embarrassing. my lord. I bet it's happened. I bet, I <laughs> yeah. bet people would and got help and they'd be like, sorry sir, yeah. we your Android too. Yeah, I mean, especially like with the elderly, some people don't know the difference between Apple and Android. No. Like the older you get, you know, people are not that great technology as... It's been constantly memed about all the older people not being able to FaceTime properly and so on <laughs> and so forth. Especially during lockdown. Yeah, that that, that was uh, interesting. And why, Brandon? I'll explain it to you after. Oh, will you now? Oh, thank you so much. Oh, much appreciated. Again, I know I've already asked you guys this, but what do you think is in the smoothie? I don't know why I keep blanking on that word. <laughs> what, what's in the smoothie? What, what do you think is in it? So... We mucked up the first recording, but we do know from the first recording there's strawberries, bananas, cranberries. cranberries. We guessed something else, didn't we? Oh, was it mango? No, he said there wasn't no. mango. Uh, 
Oh yeah, and my special sauce. Can you call it anything else? No, it's brand special sauce. Mm. Is that what the label says on it? Yeah. I have to ask. It says, mmm. Does that it, mean... it literally says, brand and special sauce. Mm. I am dead. Does you anyone get to much. sip your special sauce or. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. You did, Charlie. Oh, no. You're drinking it. <laughs> Why do you have to have that? No, definitely, definitely not. Wait, there's water in this, isn't there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like urine or anything, don't worry. I'm not that cruel. I mean, I could be, but I'm not. <laughs> and there's no apple in it? No, no, there really is. I'm really curious the way you're tasting this apple, because there's like no apple. apple in it. It's like a heavy... A strong taste of apple. Is there pineapple in it? No. You know what it is? I think when you get juices, especially um, fruit juices, it's never just one thing, is it? You don't mm. usually just get, like, just orange juice. You get, like, orange juice and passion fruit. Or is did there it... passion fruit in it? No, there isn't. <laughs> no, but I think what, what you guys are doing is interesting because I think you've paired certain fruits with other fruits because mm. when you buy the mm. drink, they always come together. Yeah, true, true. So, I don't know if there's like an apple and whatever I put in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to say something. There probably, there probably is, but I wouldn't know that off the top of my head because I don't necessarily look at the labels and memorise all the different Did stuff. Did you put raspberries in it? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. There we go. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you've got two more to guess now. Yeah. It's, it's well, I'd, I say seven. I'll need to double check myself. I think I'm having a moment where I've forgotten some of the things. But I do have the list um, written down. You should but, be at the end. Yeah, well, not even at the end. I'll just put it on the Instagram. Oh, you can't see that, can you, Paddy? No, so I'll, I'll message you privately and send it, but Charlie um, will be able to. You said we've got one more smooth to try. Yeah, so I've made two versions of it. One with a certain ingredient, one without it. I just want you to tell me which one is better and why i tried it with everly and he said one was a bit too thick and had too many bits in it so i blended it i blended it a lot more so it's less thick i guess i don't know we'll, we'll see when you guys taste the next one you you tell me uh as for me since none of you were gonna ask about how my month or how my no it's fine it's all right it's all right it's okay it's all right you narcissistic little shit hang on a minute you only been on you were on this two weeks ago with me yeah so what I meant to ask is how have you the last two weeks been well you could also ask me how my month's been but yeah my listeners know that from listening to previous podcasts. Would they though? Anyway, um, <laughs> my let's see, last two weeks, uh, it's 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 been hard. Like I'm not gonna lie, I, I've been. I think I'm at that stage where it's early start of the year. You know, first month of the year, January. So you're thinking about what you're gonna do for the rest of the year. You're trying to get yourself ready for the coming year, and I think I'm just getting myself into a bit of a rut where I'm thinking I've got this to do, I've got that to do, I've got this to do, and I'm like, maybe I'm overthinking things and it's affecting like my work and a bunch of other stuff. And I think because with these sorts of issues, when I, I get like that, I kind of want to forget about it, I go for a drink. And because yeah. now I'm not drinking, 
it's like I actually have to face it, and oh, it's long, it's long. But I'm trying, I'm, I'm getting there. I recently bumped into a friend on the way to the opticians this morning, and he told me to write everything down and just make a list of stuff and tick it off as I go along. Or prioritize the main, the most important things and then get back to the things that are less important. But that's what the list is for. Uh-huh. It's, it's the same thing. It's like, so if you write what you think is the most important at the top and then so on and so forth, mm-hmm. because that one thing at the top might have several things linked to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So when, you, when you're just thinking about things in your head, sometimes it gets muddled up because you're trying to like, figure it all out and you might overlook something but when you write it all down it's clearer in front of you i don't know why but it actually is a like a genuine theory right mm-hmm. that when you write stuff down and you look at it it's easier to understand and there have been studies done that if you have a list right let's say you have a goal in mind to become i don't know a football player for instance if you have a list of stuff you need to do to get to that point and you write it down and you look at that list every day you're, I can't remember exactly what the percentage is, but you're more likely to achieve that goal than someone who just thinks about it and somewhat does stuff, right? Mm. But doesn't have a set list of stuff in mind put it like on, on the wall that they see every single day. So I'm going to try that out and see what happens. And it's more motivational when you see a tick next to the thing that you've done. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. You've achieved it. Yeah, definitely. For me, it feels like just really stupid stuff has been happening. Like, for instance, I went to opticians a while back, I think it was with Paddy, so it was two weeks ago, right, to get an eye test done. And I usually would pay for my glasses and everything then and there, but I didn't have the money at the time. So I told them, could you please, you know, save everything and I'll come back and pay for it like the following week. And I've done that in the past and it's never been an issue. Mm. They just save everything on the system. I come back, everything's ready for me. What I do is pay and then obviously I get my glasses in like a month's time once it's ready. This time I went and the person hadn't saved anything on the system. Literally, God. So I went there for no reason. Ridiculous. So I had to go again today to get it all sorted. Luckily this time I managed to get it sorted. But just little things like that have been happening throughout the course of the month when the last two weeks I just like I feel like someone's playing a joke on me. <laughs> like they're trying to wind me up and see how long it'll take for me to like snap. I'm getting very close. Very you close. Oh God. Slowly wearing you down man. Yeah. I, well I I need to get back into a routine as well because I realise that um I'm slacking on my routines. So we're creatures of habit, right? I, I don't know if you guys have noticed this about yourself. So when you find your your routine, you wake up in the morning, you do this, you do that. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's, you mentioned this earlier about like um, two weeks ago about going for a walk and things like that to clear your head and it helps you. So little things like that, I've started slacking off on. So things like going to the gym, I don't do as much or... Um, I have to change my routine so I can't go to the train station that I usually go to. I have to go to another train station and that means I have to wake up a bit earlier because it's further away and oh my god like I didn't realise how much all these little little things actually like irritate me (laughs) but it just oh it gets me man it gets me and it's so stupid because it's nothing like major it's like I said it's little little things but because those little things start to pile up, yeah, pile up, pile up. up. It, it's just like slowly breaking me down. Or maybe I'm just thinking too much about it. Who knows? We'll do it eventually, I'm sure. It's weird. I thought you were the most sane out of all of us. There's a ghost in the room, Brandon. 
Why are you, why are you opening close the door like five times? <laughs> Is that your OCD? You're scared the door's going to be open like a ghost. I'm not even opening and closing it. It just won't shut. <laughs> I'm trying to minimise the amount of echoes and stuff we get in the back from people right. going to the loo, etc., etc. Your flat's haunted, Brandon. It is. Oh, we already done that. Hey, going back to the first podcast. I like the link. I like it. Well done. Well, it wasn't intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. But yeah, I mean... Didn't you tell us a story about your house being haunted? Yeah. 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 But yeah, um... What about you guys? I mean, I I don't know. Are you guys going through any hardships at the moment? Feel free. This is a safe space. Yeah, this podcast. <laughs> this podcast is, is, is a hard time for you. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. I Sorry mean, to hear that. We already had to do this once. <laughs> but that's the fun of it, you see. And finally, after how many podcasts have you done? Seven? How many episodes, you mean? Yeah, I've only done one podcast. <laughs> how many episodes? Um, This will be my sixth, I believe. Brandon, the host, is finally providing refreshments. Oh my god. Finally there. Yes, I'm finally there. Well, I didn't think I'd have to bribe my friends to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to he, bribe them, it's just polite, you know. He told us we were getting Pizza Hut, and he said we can't have it until we're done, which is pretty crazy. Hey. <laughs> you best get it off next break. You bet you I, I best, can I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you see how you're ordering it around? Oh, my no, Lord. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's all right. It's all right. It links in with the narcissism thing I said earlier, so just keep it going. <laughs> I, want the, I want the audience to know who you really are. Me and Charlie, you have to finish podcasting your own. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love how Charlie's gone quiet now. He's like, I don't want to be known as a narcissist. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's okay to be selfish sometimes, okay? Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. Self-care and all, you know. Uh, oh, you see, you've changed the word already. You said selfish, now you're saying self-caring. But it's part of being selfish. So. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I think I would do it for a meat feast, to be Number, fair. <laughs> Number one always comes first, you You would do what for a meat feast, though? Let, let's see how far we can stretch this. What would you do for a meat feast? I would walk off with Paddy. <laughs> Wait, do you hear one thing, though? Uh, he hasn't bought us a whole pizza each. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you're acting like I'm made of money. I bet he's going to give us one slice each. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. You get a slice each. This is not Oliver Twist. Can I have more, please? No. No, you can't. At so least it... they gave them rations back then. You wouldn't give up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what do you guys think about the new uh, laws currently with COVID? To be fair, I think it's pretty silly that they're, rem- they're going to remove that you don't have to wear a mask. I respect some sh- um, shops still making people wear masks. I think it, so it should, I think it's a distraction. Charlie, where's your mask? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he actually has one, okay, relax. You're not, you're not, you're not wearing I've got two. You're not wearing a mask. I'm around friends, it's different. Oh, I'm right. talking about when you go into shops and stuff. Oh, right, okay. When there's loads of people around, like on a bus, on, in the shop, I think you should have, you have to wear a mask. I think they're using it as a distraction, to be fair. To... To cover up all the yeah. bad things that's I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Have you not heard? What? Brandon's got COVID. Oh, shut up. Well, don't <laughs> jinx me. Don't. With, with, with the luck I'm having this month, like, it's not... It, month isn't even over yet. I've yeah. still got a couple of days to go. No, like, Charlie, I think it's too soon to sort of mm. release. And, like, they, they're closing... I think they're closing on the PCR centres, aren't they? For testing, right? Yeah. Are they? I didn't know that bit. Yeah. Oh, wow. And if you get, if you were fully vaccinated and you got um, 
COVID, I don't think you have to isolate. You could be wrong. It's crazy because on the news the other day, I saw, well, I don't believe anything the news says, but I've seen something that says um, having the vaccines might um, make it make you even worse, make it easy, you know what I mean? To get I COVID. mean, there, there is. You hear there, are, there are memes about that, like jokes about you know people who have the, who have both the jabs have a new strain of the virus and things like that. But I, I think that's just a meme and a joke. Although I do think that there is some level of truth in the fact that when you do get the vaccine, you are more susceptible to illness because that's what it does. It's injecting a virus into your body. Mm. I was sick from September to December on and off after having both vaccinations because my body just couldn't handle it. And I'm, I'm not someone who gets sick very often. I mean, I have a shit immune system, but I still don't get sick that often because I know I have a bad immune system. So I try my best to make sure I don't put myself in a situation where I'm going to get ill. But after both those vaccinations, I was dying. And obviously, I still had to go to work and stuff. and have to have... The face mask didn't help because I'm already struggling to breathe because, you know, I'm ill. I've said this before. And you have a face mask and it makes it... And I, but again, I understand why they're needed. I get the point of a face mask. I just wish they had thoughts about getting us all these really fancy ones that allow us to breathe like we're Bane. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a cool one. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's kind of ridiculous. Like, um, you're told you you have to wear a face mask unless you're exempt. Half the people aren't exempt, but they still just don't wear one. It's just ridiculous. It's got a bit ridiculous nowadays. I think they should enforce it more. I I think in the early stages, no one was sure what the rules were. And even today, I don't think many people know what the laws are. I don't even know. Yeah, because the government creates them and gets rid of them as soon as they make them. Yeah. And none of them are really enforced. I mean, I was talking to a few people a couple of days ago about the whole, ah, what's that thing called? The the sanctions you get for like having more than six people in your house. Mm. And not, well, at the time when that was a thing, not very many people that I knew actually got that. And the ones that did, got really, really harsh penalties, even though it wasn't their fault. One second. So let's say we're all in this house, right, or in this apartment, and um, I'm here, but I've never invited anyone into the apartment. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, living here with you guys because we're flatmates. But you guys constantly invite people in. Now, if the police had come to check up on us, I would also get fined. And I've heard of this happening. There are cases where this happened. I'm not just making this up. I would get fined. Because I'm in the house with all of you in it. Look, which is bullshit. It's okay. All we have to do is be Boris Johnson and say, I didn't know it was a party. That'll be fine. Oh, the it's all right for Boris, it's all right for everyone else. They have destroyed him online. It's well, it's, it's, too uh, right. it's one rule for us. And one rule for, for them, them, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it, it got real bad. It got real bad. But hopefully, you know... It's coming to the end of the month. We've only got about, what, two, three days left. Hopefully, all the bad craziness is, you know, well, no, behind us. And it's something more positive is coming Boris this Sterling. year. Yeah, that's positive. I mean, what about, mm-hmm. like I said, we, we spoke, you weren't uh, here, Charlie, but we spoke about, you know, the coming stuff happening this year. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that even though I'm 50-50 on, the, on the whole, all the restrictions, you know, being lifted... Yeah. I am still looking forward to things like carnival happening. Fingers crossed. I know I keep saying it, and I feel like the more I say it, the less likely it's going to happen. Don't um, think it's him, man. Yeah, I know. But 
festivals, etc. You know, all of that live music coming back into the world and people being able to actually go. I know we had that last year, but it wasn't the same. I think it was like, to... I think it was like segregated. But now I think we'll be able to interact with everyone again. Yeah, just getting um, back to some sort of normality. Yeah, exactly. But don't forget, guys, whenever you're going anywhere, I think the lateral flow test is still necessary. So you, so yeah. before you go into like a, a, a club or a, a, I don't know, a hotel, I don't think, I don't even know if hotels hotel ask for that. But it, well, other establishments like a festival, for instance, I know they definitely, or concert, I know they definitely ask you to see your um, li- little... Uh, yeah, little yeah, free. Yeah, I was about to say freedom pass. What's it called? Vaccination pass. Vaccination pass. That's it. <laughs> Vaccination. It feels like a freedom pass, doesn't it? You're free to now go in and do what you live your life. <laughs> like we've so, been trapped for so long. So Brandon, you talk about natural flow tests. Yeah. But you didn't give me your Charlie one before. You oh my <laughs> god! I am not. A bu- this pass. isn't a business, okay? Oh. That's a wrong mindset. You should apologise to your listeners. <laughs> no, I'm not apologising to anyone. I but... should have kept that mask on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can you can put the mask back on. I just eat the pizza in front of you. You guys can watch me eat the pizzas because you can't eat with a mask on, can you? Forget you... what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. That's I think enough for the first section, and yeah, we'll get started in the second after. See you soon. A little break. So, yeah, second part of the podcast, aka. Theory of the week, my personal favorite part of the podcast, to be honest. Mm-hmm. There's always interesting conversations. Here's where things get weird. Uh, I wouldn't say get weird, but I, I like it. You know, yeah, yeah. it's nothing wrong with getting a bit weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you tell girls that? <laughs> He's frozen. That's his catch-up line. I was not expecting that. That was the first time I think I've been stomped on this because I I really wasn't expecting anyone to say that. Anyway, let me get to the point of what today's theory is all about. So, based on the last couple of weeks, you know, I told you guys what I've been going through and all the stuff in my head, and I'm like, oh, it's long, and you know, being. Uh, I started looking into like different theories of right, ways. Things are weird now. We're looking at Brandon's head. Okay, things so I start looking at different theories and ways of how you could people would cope with that. You know, what's what's <clears> the strategies? <throat> One of them was like like someone mentioned to me today. Like I said about you know writing down stuff on the um, on a piece of paper and sticking on your wall and like ticking up as you go along. I guess you could call that goal orientation theory because you have a goal in mind and you're focused on it and you, everything you're doing is working towards that goal. This theory is slightly different and it goes by the little known name of Stoicism. Huh? Have any of you guys heard about, sto- heard about no, Stoicism I before? But this is not, this is not what I was expecting, but go on. Ah, see, I threw you <laughs> off, didn't I? I was expecting my nickname N, but it's cool. Oh, no, no, no. That's what you told me last night. No, it's not. Yeah, you told me to talk about 
Can I say it? No, but that was that wasn't last night. That was ages ago. No, it was last night. You said, "Can you come tomorrow to a podcast?" And I said, "Of course." Yeah. And you said the subject today yeah. is no, and the beginning of end. Uh, it, it's not what you think, listeners. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. But anyway, nepotism <laughs> is what I'm talking about. We've done nepotism yeah. already. You told me you were talking about nepotism this week. We've we've yeah, already done, done nepotism. nepotism. <laughs> I already released that. Then why do you tell me last night we talked about it today? Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't, buddy. I feel like you're mixing up what I've said. No, definitely not. You definitely are. But, um, yeah, stoicism. Have you heard of it before? Or do you have any idea of what it could possibly be, Charlie? Um, that I said stoic- Charlie. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> is it something to do with achieving your goals some way? Nope. I know what I've said before is throwing you off, but no, it has nothing to do with achieving your goals. Not really, in my opinion. Is it something to do with being stoic? Yep, so based on that, what do you think it means? So, being stoic towards... Yeah, but what what does stoic mean? What does it mean to be stoic? I could be completely wrong. Go on, give it a go. I'm probably going to be completely wrong. But this is to mean to be chivalrous, in a sense. I mean, it's interesting that you've paired those two things together. I would not deem it as that but i know why you've said that because you well we've been told that like you know guys have to be stoic and stoicism has been linked to manliness and manliness has been linked to chivalry and chivalry and you know i see the chain and, and the connection but no that that's not what it is so what does it mean right so stoicism he doesn't even know himself he's looking up people why do you always do that you we've okay we, we, established this every single time <laughs> Uh, stoicism in its simplest form is the idea that we are meant to endure hardship and pain without displaying feelings or complaints for instance if you you know stub your toe you kind of just like brush it off like mm, i stubbed my toe like it hurts like hell but that's you're like that's not my toe that's like that's that's is i mean that's what it essentially is like stoic uh Stoicism is just the idea of like endurance. It, it's endurance as a theory. That that's what I've, I've gathered from doing a little bit of research into it. And yeah, it's, it's quite interesting because this whole uh, season is about health, right? And I was looking at how stoicism relates to health, but I'll get I'll get back to that in a second. Based on what I've just told you about stoicism, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing, Charlie? Well, it depends, because different people, like, they'll enjoy different things, you know what I mean? Different people have different tolerance levels. I don't know how to explain it, I don't know how to explain it. Go on, keep going. I'm going to pass to Paddy. Yeah, go on, go on, Paddy. (laughs) Um, I think it depends on the pain or, what do you say, it's pain or uncomfort, do you say? It is... This uh being able to over well endure sorry hardship, pain, uh and feeling and feelings of uh discomfort without complaints. Well, I don't know because loads of people complain about hardship or uh, pain or even if you may not think they do. Like I, I know well for I know a lot of people say after oh, this stressful week, I want to have a drink. And that's complaining in the sense that you've had a stressful week, you've avoided some hardship, hardship that week, even though you may not go into detail. 
So I don't think it's a bad thing that it tends to not be stoic. And uh, given the emphasis on mental health and mental awareness, I don't think stoicism helps that either. So I think it's a bad thing, really. It's interesting you bring that up. But then again, like I said in a previous episode, I think many people are very sensitive. Okay, interesting, yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's good to be... I'll rephrase what I said. Okay. I think it's good to be stoic in petty situations. Ah, But okay. in more serious situations, I think it's bad. Such as death, uh, if you're going through financial difficulty, that could be bad if you're bankrupt. Uh, if you lose things quite personal, I think it's bad. And it's also good to show um, your pain or feelings for someone else's death or, um, or a society issue, I think, as well. Okay, you see, I would say stoicism is good because, like I said, I going uh, going through what I've been going through for the last like month, two weeks, whatever. I keep saying like I'm going through like the hardest part of my life. Like, oh my god, it's so strenuous being me. It That's isn't. I'm, I'm I'm not like trying to be like, oh, pity me. My life is hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> but in saying that. I said doing all this research and looking into these various ways of dealing with, I guess, stress, which is what we're talking about here. How, how would you deal with stress? Stoicism seems like quite a good way of doing it. Obviously, not too much. I think there is such a thing as being too stoic. But I do think there's a finite level where you can understand that, okay, this is stressful, but it's not going to be like this for the rest of my life. You know, in that sense, I think stoicism is good. So are we, are we talking about stoicism in relation to stress now? So all forms. All forms. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it sometimes stoicism can show strength for certain people mm. in certain situations. Like if you, you break up with someone, you show that you, you're strong. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, I'm brushing off. I'm getting yeah. someone new. You know what I mean? It, it will show that you're strong to your ex-partner or whatever. Yeah. My, my argument would be what do people do instead of being stoic do they hit alcohol do they do drugs or what do they do interesting uh, because addiction can be caused by because it. a yeah. lot of people have a drink after stress for their work mm-hmm. and that's bad so stoicism would be good in that situation I believe okay do you have any information about the ways people cope with it yeah be I mean, there are different examples, but I am going to touch on something along the lines of that in a second. Okay. The first thing I was going to ask you in relation to that, before we get to that, is how do you think, um, which you've kind of touched on already actually, is how do you think stoicism relates to health? So that could be either mental health or physical health, whatever, well-being as a whole, I guess. Dress can overwhelm anyone. It can stop you from doing your daily routines which everyone knows, it, it can just be ridiculous. It's, yeah, it can be too overwhelming that time for some people. So mm. you're asking about stoicism and health? Yeah, how, how is it, would you, would you say it's beneficial or yeah. negative and your opinions on why? I would say it's negative because then you'll suppress your emotions which can lead you down a dark path because mm. you're not openly speaking about mental health issues. And it's only the little things that I have to have true mental health. So unless you're sort again, unless you're going to uh, sort out the small things that are causing these struggles, 
Okay, again, that's that's mental health. What about physical health? Physical health. I suppose it could if you're stressed, you're, you're, um, if you don't sort your issues through stoicism and whatever, you... But stress is mental again. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay, go on. <laughs> stress increases your heart rate. Okay, okay. Which can affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're stressed, you normally have quite bad bags in your eyes and stuff. You normally mm-hmm. get headaches, quite bad spots and, and acne, which can be bad. So I don't think stoicism is good for physical or mental health, no. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What about you, Charlie? Yeah, I agree. Stoicism... Basically, it can affect your sleep, I think, big time because mm. you'll just be building everything up mentally, which will make you stop sleeping some days and it will just affect your yeah. health, really. Well, I looked at a couple of studies for both negative and positive impacts of stoicism in relation to um, health, whether it be physical or mental. And one such study by Pathak. Etel, so P A T H A K. Etel means others, by the way. Yep, I'm. Yeah, I'm. his moment. I was gonna go into that anyway. Etel, uh, 2017, um, suggests that it has been linked to help-seeking delay, inadequate pain treatment, caregivers strain, and suicide often during economic stress so that's the negative aspect of it mm-hmm. so everything you guys are just saying yeah. right so it's it, it's it basically stops people from seeking the help that they need or re- it restrains them in some way i don't know why but it, it, i guess because they, they, they feel like they have to be i guess strong yeah. you know that that old stereotype boys mm-hmm. don't cry sort of thing mm-hmm. so because they don't do that they, they take longer to go and ask for help which i think is actually linked to uh, excuse me linked to something i was going to touch on or i'm going to touch on in a couple of episodes to do with the difference in men and women going to the doctors and asking for help Mm -hmm. if you look at the stats it's overwhelming how many men do not go or don't go as often as women it's because over the years we've been told that men have to be stronger than women exactly just in our mind generation to generation we've been told you have to be the strong ones you have to be the ones the provider and everything but you mentioned in that study about them seeking other forms of help if they weren't stoic or no to hide to help the stoicism Nope, not in that one that's just the negative aspect of it so no but you, you read out what they seek Help seeking delays. No, you said something else. No, just in, in, yeah, ad, inadequate pain treatment. Inadequate pain treatment, there you go. Yeah. What, what do they seek themselves? So based on the study, well, actually, it didn't really cover that to be precise, but I'm oh. assuming that inadequate pain treatment would be, well, it's, it's in the title, isn't it? When you undersell your pain. Actually, no, that wasn't that wasn't but, a study, I, yeah. I think what it means is you seek something else. So no, 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 no. Inadequate is not actually good for the pain. No, you're not, you're not getting what it's saying. Inadequate pain treatment, meaning that because they undersold how much pain they were in, they didn't get the right tr- level of treatment for the pain they were in. So it's uh, like you, for instance 
having a cut on your arm, right? And you're profusely bleeding, but you just get like a cold press and you put it on it instead of actually, you know, potentially getting stitches to heal it up. And then, you know, putting like a plaster over it and so on and so forth to make sure that it heals properly. You just got a cold press and went, ah, it's not that bad, even though people can see that you're gushing blood. And you're like, ah, I just want to, you know, yeah. So that's what the inadequate um, pain treatment was was linked to. Okay. Now, what I found interesting was the positive aspects of... Couldn't what, that oh, be sorry. a good thing, though? Because it Go could on. build up your tolerance levels as well, to be fair. Yeah, which, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but then when you look at the suicide as, suicidal aspect of it, that's not necessarily a good thing. Now, the current, I remember watching a documentary in 2018 maybe 2017 I can't remember a couple of years ago and it was on like you know suicide and how it happens and why it potentially happens and one of the uh, the people in the show and the documentary um, was trying to figure that out and he was conducting a study which I think it might be linked to this actually if I look back there probably is a connection somewhere and he was doing a study on pain management and pain endurance, to be precise. Because his thought was that people who do what they do, um, linked to that, have a high level of pain endurance. Mm. And they hold it in for so long that when it finally comes through, it's so overwhelming that they do what they do. Right, that makes sense. But is pain endurance good thing? But that, that, that's what this, this, the study argues that yeah. it's not. Like, there's a certain level of... That's what I was saying before about the stoicism is okay within a certain gradient, yeah. you know. But once it goes over that, then it's a terrible thing. It, it's, mm. it's, it does the opposite of what it's supposed to do. So what are the positives? I'm getting to that. <laughs> Let me <laughs> uh, read you this study. So there was a study done by... Akrim et al. in 2021, so 2021, so last year, which found that during the pandemic, uh, Stoicism in conjunction, so in like together with religion, more specifically Islam, because that's the study was focusing on Islamic uh, uh, doctors, I believe, um, actually had a positive Im- impact on their communication and well-being as a whole. So, explain in simple terms. Okay, so from what I gathered from reading the study, you have that belief already that life as a whole is a test. You know, if you look at any religion or most religions, they they constantly say about, you know, life is a test, you, you know, you're going to get to a better place. Like, this life isn't the be-all and end-all, it's just the, I guess midway point or whatever along the journey to heaven or mecca or whatever form of uh uh, utopia you believe in right Mm -hmm. so when you combine that ideology with stoicism which tells you that endurance is a good thing it seems to work because you're linking it to positive you're positively linking it to something greater at the end of it so it's not just I'm going to be stoic for the sake of being stoic is I'm going to be stoic because eventually after me going th- enduring all of this, I will then be able to achieve X, Y, Z. 
Yeah, but is there any studies to show what happened in the long term after... This was people... a longitudinal study. So longitudinal meaning it was over a long period of time. And what happened during that time? Do they become mentally ill? Or do they suffer any form of mental illness during that time? I mean, based on this study, it seemed like whatever hardship they endured, most of them were pretty good. Yeah, obviously there'll be some people who struggled. I can't remember the exact percentage of people who were uh, uh, better for it than mm. worse. But the whole point of it was that it promoted communication as well. That That's another thing that I quite enjoyed when I was reading it. Because it spoke about talking as being part of, like, you know, stoicism, which is interesting, or, or stoicism slash religion. But then means stoics um, suppressing emotional... Right, so this but that's when, what, that's what talking, I thought was interesting. If you're talking, you're expressing your emotions. But I think this is a misconception, right? So people, we assume that when you're stoic, again, because of what we've been told about, you know, stiff off lips and being strong, we have this understanding of stoicism being this firm grasp of like you know oh um you know you, you don't say anything you don't do anything yes there's all these negative aspects of it but like i said that's when you go beyond like i think that's yeah, when you, i think you, they were just at the right level because they exactly. still have faith no matter what and they're bringing feelings into it because they're talking to each other so they're not going overboard mm-hmm. so i'd say there's more um neg- to be fair there's more negatives than positives if you think about the mm-hmm. study when when you look at um, people who created this, the idea of Stoicism, uh, it's, it's a Greek philosophy, by the way. The people who were talking about it or came up with it, from what I've so read... Do you, do you know which philosopher? Which Greek philosopher it? it's, it's not one it's, uh, philosopher. Okay. It's like over a period of time. I think the, the main person who was credited was Zeno or Zeno. I can't pronounce the name properly. But... Even then, he's only like you, you can look back further and you can see that stoicism was practiced before that, but they didn't call it stoicism. They probably they call it something else. Where it really became known as stoicism was during like the ancient um, holistic or holiocistic period in Greek, great ancient Greece, basically, and they basically taught it as a way of getting people to go about their daily lives and not be too down about stuff that happens. And it was taught not in like an academy or in a school or in a specific like in industry or, or, or educational facility. It was outside. They, they, you know, you got a bunch of random people or philosophers or whoever and anyone can kind of just talk, you know, about this topic. And that's why it spread so quickly from your everyday worker to your CEOs of that period. But is this talking about the petty things that I mean Charlie was mentioning? No, but that's all of it. Stoicism isn't specific to one thing. Stoicism is an ideology that can't, that so can be... It's to suppress emotions and pain and stuff, right? Yeah, well, not necessarily suppress, endure. The word endure is, is the key term there. You're not trying to suppress anything. You're trying to understand it, but then move past it. Was this developed... When we used to go into battle belligerence, I don't so hide your pain from enemies or anything. I don't know. I, I I haven't researched it that far to see exactly if it was you know for battlers and stuff. But from what I gather, it's just in general for people as a whole. It wasn't necessarily like I said for soldiers or for CEOs. It was it was for everyone, the common man. 
right? So it, it wasn't like, okay, you, you're... It might have been, you know, because obviously the, the Greeks were quite into like physical fitness and all that sort of stuff. So I think there was some part of them that was influenced by it, by, by that sort of added, like thinking. Mm-hmm. So you might be right. But is it still stoicism if you're enduring one thing but not enduring certain other things? I mean, pain is inevitable. So maybe you don't you don't have to endure everything all at once, you know. So some sometimes you might be able to endure something now and not like something else. Maybe not so much later. It's like with religion, you know. You might have a lot of faith now, but later on down the line, you start questioning your faith, and then you get back. You know, it, it's not a, a straight line. It's like a mm. a wave. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like I've I've put so much into your head, and I, I, I you you've asked me so many questions, and I feel like I haven't done enough research on it to fully but answer all of your questions. But <laughs> what do you think about it? Uh, personally, I just found it very fascinating. But do, do you think it's positive or negative? I think I've already answered that, but yeah, I think it's positive up to a certain point. Right. You know, when you I don't know what point that is, but up to a certain point it's then negative. I would say that point, based on the studies we've, I've, I've gone over, would be when you are not seeking help okay. or, or deliberately hindering yourself from getting the help you need. But then I don't know when you would even need to get help, like, depending on the situation. Some people, because uh, everyone has a different level of, like, pain tolerance as a whole. Mm-hmm. Right, it might be societal, it might be genetic, it might be whatever. But everyone has a different level of pain tolerance, so it's hard for me to say that one's one person's level of, I guess, uh, uh, stoicism would be the same as another person's level. But so, we're, yeah, we're yeah. told having emotions, like feeling pain, and everything is what mm. makes us human. So but then you also have the counterpart where you have two, you're too emotional. So yeah. stoicism was, I guess, a good counterbalance to being extremely emotional. Mm-hmm. But do you want to suppress the emotions and feelings, the pain when you feel something? It would make you feel more like a robot, to be fair. Then I feel I think it applies more to men than any women, mm. because we as men we talk to be tough. We talk. I don't want to go into a sex debate. Yeah. I mean, but we, always, we seem to be more tough, more yeah. the guys show emotion. He's called a crybaby or. Girl or whatever you want to call it. I, f- I feel like it's been I feel like it's been geared more towards men, but it the key concept as a whole applies to everyone, regardless of gender, ethnicity, sex, or whatever financial status. You know, it, it wasn't meant for the average man. This is a theory that was meant for I quote the average person. Yeah. Okay. Right. But who who. Does it relate more to? There must be a percentage. Have you? I mean, that? we we I could put up a, put up a poll and th- and we can talk about it as a collective and see what what people think. I I'll like probably do that after I've, I post this up. But that's a good question. Because I feel like uh, you see it a lot. Women mm. hide their pain more than men. To be fair, if yeah. I'm honest, they they hide everything mm. because they're under pressure to look a certain way. They're under pressure to feel a certain way because of some men, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Alright. I feel like we can talk about this for hours, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call it a day there. I have, I, well, for this section, I definitely have a lot of um, information to work with. So, yeah, thank you.
Hello all and welcome back to the third instalment of the episode, or as I like to call it, Social Commentary. Now, this week's Social Commentary will be following the theme of health as the previous episodes um, have been, or previous episode because there's only been one in this series thus far. This week is going to be slightly different to the previous ones that I do, as I'm going to ask the to guess a question and then I'll lead on from that. That me when he said that. So, yeah, because you're, you're afraid of me first. So the f- question I'm going to ask you is, do you know what an internist is? Someone who keeps things inside. Good so guess. Intro, you, introvert, you, introvert. You're, you're on the right kind of path. It is to do with internal stuff, but it's not someone who keeps stuff inside. So it's not an introvert? No. Uh, do you have any ideas, Charlie? I was thinking the same. Is that it? Is that you were thinking the same thing? Yeah. Okay. No, it's some. It's a medical practitioner who specialises in internal diseases. All right. So any sort of you know heart condition, blood condition, whatever, that's their job. They go in and that's what they've been trained to do to you know help you out and make sure that. You're as healthy as you possibly can be. Right. So with that in mind, my question or follow-up question <clears throat> is, what do you guys do to stay internally healthy? You say it to me? Yep. Charlie? Go for daily walks normally. Normally, I do an activity with friends because if you're with friends, you don't want to quit. That they most Mostly, if you're going to do an activity... Go with friends because they'll motivate you to always come out and go to the next class and next class and it'll just make your health a lot better. Okay. Paddy? When you're talking internal health, does that include mental health? Nope, because we spoke about mental health already. I'm, I'm talking physical internal. Then I go for walks to keep my... Uh, to keep everything going, keep me fit. Um, used to gym, don't anymore. Um... Eat, try and eat my five a day, even though there's not much evidence showing it actually helps. Do you, uh, even though you don't go to the gym anymore, do you work out at home? So like calisthenics? Uh, no, but I'm try- I used to, but I'm going to try and get back into it. Yeah, I think more people try to work out at home than the gym yeah. because you feel a bit judged when you go to the gym. Everyone looking at you because they're bulky and hench yeah. compared to you. Um, Which is funny because when you go to the gym, the whole point of going to the gym is to improve. So right. everyone, no one, realistically, no one's looking at you. But you or still at least feel judged. You, you, they shouldn't be. Mm to that degree but you yeah when you go because I felt the same when I first started going to the gym I'm like yeah. oh man like everyone's going to be lift, lifting what I like to call fuck off weights <laughs> and um, I'm just there lifting you know breadsticks but that's not the purpose of the gym or at least it shouldn't be based on yeah like my understanding of it I mean, I look at you you lifted two breadsticks <laughs> <laughs> hey progression <laughs> I always use my Apple watch um, it has like um, activity goals you have to reach each day, mm-hmm. and it has it's, you have to awards you have to there's three rings you have to complete, so you have to stand for a certain amount of time, 
uh, move for a certain amount of time and sort of do energetic stuff at a certain time. And it has goals like you have to do the first, you have to do seven days in a row for the first month in January and you have to complete different um, milestones and stuff. So a final map, which helps. And um, yeah, that's it really. Mm-hmm. And yeah. to, to just like a healthy diet and a bit of exercise if you're walking. Mm. Making sure when you set a goal, you're mentally prepared for it. You won't cancel on doing it no matter what. You yeah, you see, that's yeah. my that's my biggest one. Like I was, that's basically my issue currently is setting these goals and like. No, I need to, like I said, write them down or do something and then actually commit to doing them on a frequent basis. Because what I find is that I set these goals, I accomplish them, and then I'm like, I'm done. You know, like like you, you start to plateau. You're like, oh, but you have to actually consistently do it in order for it to maintain. You, you can't just do something and then stop, you know. I think that's why some people say that whole thing of discipline is more important than, um, what's, what's the word, enthusiasm or, or something along the lines of that? Because... You can be enthusiastic about something and then at some point or another you stop being enthusiastic about it. You know, it gets boring. You're like, fuck this. But um, if you are disciplined, and this is the rhetoric of, you know, gurus and people, and but they're not wrong, you know. If you're disciplined, you're more likely to commit to it and continue even if it is hard. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's about surrounding yourself with the right goals, the right people, because you want to constantly stay motivated to do whatever task you've achieved. And with certain people, they'll tell you not to give up or they'll tell you off if you do. Yeah. If you try yeah. to, because some people, when they set goals on the last day, they'll be like, no, I can't be asked doing this. But then your friends will tell you, you better do this or else, you know <laughs> what I mean? I've got this sort of I know friends, exactly yeah. what you mean. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I mean, as for me, going to the gym and all that sort of stuff, and I know, understand how, like, physical health also affects mental health and so on and so forth so yeah. but what i have started doing more often um i need to get on and off is a uh, yoga i've got a yoga mat at home just you know do some stretches at home i always make fun of my mate for not being able to touch his toes <laughs> leonard you know who you are <laughs> <laughs> because for the longest time i couldn't do it and now I've, now i can do it sharp <laughs> now i can do it i always flex on people i'm like i can touch my toes but then there's like different levels of being able to touch your toes. There's like, okay, can you, you can touch your toes if you're like the tips of your fingers, but can you touch your full palm to the ground and still be straight? I can't do that, but I see people doing it and I'm like, oh, you yogi, yogi. And if you don't know what a yogi is, look, look them up. Yogis are insanely strong. Like, don't let them fool you because a lot of them look quite thin or slim, but they are. Are they animals? They are. <laughs> <laughs> they might be, but a, a yogi is what you call someone who's really into yoga. <laughs> Did you see that coming, No way. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. Oh, I really. You said they don't fool you, but like, there's loads of big people out there who do yoga who can do really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying when you look, I'm talking specifically about like strength, like people you look at yogis and they think they're not that strong because they're quite slim because obviously the stereotype is when you're really big you're really strong no oh my god you know what i mean Uh, when i say slim you could be you could be hench and big you're not slim at that point are you so shut up it doesn't make you strong just because you're big and hench that's the point i'm trying to make 
<laughs> anyway, so going back to what I was saying, I'm uh, I'm doing a bit of yoga now every now and then, trying to get back into it properly. I used to do it every morning before I went to uni, but um, I haven't been doing it since I started working. I might try and do it when I come back from work. It seems like it would be a good stress relief. I've never tried yoga for one reason. Why? One one of the exiles with you, when she made me do it with her, well, we were outside and she said to me, reach for the moon when we were going up and I just couldn't stop laughing and thought it was a joke since then. Oh. They, they say stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm nice. yoga once, never again. <laughs> I was stuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was stuck, I was not happy. So oh, I had to help me get understuck. I was like, what? Wow. Wow. Yeah, you see, but that's like serious, serious yoga. Even I haven't been to a yoga. I've never been to a yoga class, you know. Paddy, you should never. went to an introduction no. class to yoga. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. I just tell you what I do. You can do yoga from home. You, what you're no. talking about is like I mean, serious, I mean, like I yoga. Like in the that's what. I, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying this. I was meant to be giving you an introduction to yoga. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. Never. Oh, Paddy should never be allowed near the pharmaceutical. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. Hey, um, can you move, love? No, I can't. Uh, you have to call the ambulance. Can you imagine how embarrassing that is? <laughs> Calling an ambulance to get you out. Hey, hey, hey. So that was all below neck. Above neck, so for my brain, I try to play games like chess with a mate as often as I can. And I tried to, I used to do a lot of like crossword puzzles, but not so much now. I, I need to get back into that. Read a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got given two books for Christmas. I don't read. I'm going to put this out there, right? I don't read for fun. That's not something I do. I don't like reading, okay? I, I cannot make that any clearer. I don't it, like reading. Is it bad? I've only ever read three books back to front. Is I mean, bad? what, like, for, for, for fun, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's more than me. <laughs> but that's more, I think that's. More, I'm pretty sure that's. I'm pretty sure that's more than I mean, me. I read a book back front for like school. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Out of pleasure, in like my own time. That's what I'm saying. I think it could be great to read a book. It can be. You can get so into it, but the thing is, when you stop, you when you start reading again from where you um, left off, mm-hmm. you've got to get back into that mindset to. Oh, no. like well, I guess that's why some people just read like ounces of book, like not ounces, but um, whole books at once, which I can't do. I mean, depends on how how thick the book is. But don't get me wrong, I, I love reading, mm. but I just can't. I'm not even dyslexic. I just can't read it. I'd rather listen to an audio book. Oh yeah, like, yeah. If, if I if I had the same book in audio format, I'd take the audio format any other day. Yeah, I think I could use the excuse that. I'm visually impaired, so um, that affects me reading. But that's not true because I know a lot of people who are who have worse sight than me, and they can still read. And I'm not talking like blind using braille, like using if I mean like they have worse sight than me. They still have sight, like some level of sight, so they read actual books. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't even like audiobooks for all my. Re- like I'm really into podcasts as can be seen to the point where I'm actually you know making one I like listening to them just as much I haven't really listened been able to listen to an audiobook like I try but I fall asleep it, it, it maybe it's to do with the story I recently got told about mm. a, a book I think it's called Demon Cycle and one of my mates said me about it and it sounds similar to all the other stuff I'm into like anime and like well like yeah, zombies and 
so on and so forth. And the premise is really interesting. And he says he has an audio version of it that he got, he managed to get for free that he's willing to send to me. Whether or not I'll actually listen to the whole thing is a different story, but I'll give it a go and get back to you guys and tell you how well I've done. I think with a podcast, it feels like you're someone in front of you talking to you face to face with an audio book. It's just like reading it out loud. True, but yes. my podcast was also shorter because some audio books can be like three hours plus. But like podcasts are like half an hour to an hour, yeah. typically. I mean, even so, with radio dramas, like I'm okay with radio dramas. Yeah, same. But, but it's just the, books, man. I think it's just like short snippets. Yeah. You don't have to spend, you have to sit down this whole thing. As Charlie said, once you leave it, you'll get bored of it. But with a radio podcast or any podcast, you get little snippets. So you can always come back and start again. And I don't know. I think the Kindle is a great invention because there's something I love but when I read. When I read a book and don't understand the word, the fact that you can look it up instantly and find the meaning of the word. Yeah, Some words yeah, are yeah. just brilliant to find out that you didn't know before. You see, I do that with TV and audio stuff. So if I watch a movie or watching just even the news or whatever the moment i hear a word and i'm like what does that mean i go and look it up this is how i figured out words like autodidact and rhetoric and a a bunch of different words you know that people wouldn't ordinarily use in their day-to-day life hypernagogic do you remember what that one was paddy i think i've told you that one before i don't know if it was oh no it was um, i think it was paddy no not paddy um <laughs> sorry paddy. not paddy i think it was leonard and uh uh jonathan or maybe what, just leonard what does hypernagogic mean hypernagogic is the state between wake and sleep so it's like when you're that, that in between you know when you're like kind of awake but you're not awake or you're Are asleep you in control? You, 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 uh? Are you in control? Yeah, and I mean, it's a dreamlike state. So I would say you're you're aware, but you're not fully conscious. Ah, uh, I see. Like, you can do stuff, but you, whether or not you remember what you've done afterwards is questionable. <laughs> um, so it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you, you, you get drunk and you do stuff, and if someone tells you the next day you did all of this, but I thought you were conscious. You were like, no, I was. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just doing stuff. But it's the, in the back of your subconscious. You remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, maybe you remember snippets, like, pieces, but you don't remember the, the, the whole thing. Yeah. I, I was kind of, like, being hypnotised, but, yeah. But, yeah, going back to what I was saying, it is interesting how useful those little things are, you know? And, and you know how all those brain games are, are um, marketed? Yeah. They always say, it's exercise for your brain, <laughs> you know? It's, it's always, like, some... some uh, uh, image of like a brain with like biceps and <laughs> and like barely any legs and just like it's exercise for your brain um which i find hilarious because it's always the same sort of uh skit but i, I like it though i mean I, I i need to get back into doing that these are the no, sorts of i was more of a fan of doing the crosswords in the newspaper while traveling yeah, but this, this is what i mean so i used much. to do that yeah I tell you what, none of us have touched them. I was thinking about why we're all talking about like exercise and things that link to um, physical fitness and internal stuff. We've actually somehow managed to just get onto the subject of physical fitness, <laughs> and and we haven't even talked about like internal stuff like diet. But I'll, I'll come back to that in a sec. Um, I can edit a lot of stuff out of that. I mentioned that. I, I feel like we don't need. To, I'll, I I'll, I'll, I'll listen back to it later. And I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, music. So playing an instrument, for instance, you know, I, I dabble with the guitar every now and then. 
and uh, I find that helps a lot for both like uh, uh, finger ambidex ambidexterality, if that's even a word, and be, being ambidextrous, so moving your, your 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 fingers around a lot, or maybe I'm I'm mistaken with the word what ambi, what ambidextrous means, but anyway, having like feeling in my fingers moving around, and then the other thing would be obviously. I was saying the brain, like working that out. So if you play an instrument, you have to think. Yeah, at least when you first start. It gets to a point where you don't have to. But when you first start, you're thinking a lot about if you're playing the piano, you're thinking like where you place your fingers, playing the guitar, the same thing. If you're uh, playing the drums, there's a coordination between your hands and your legs and all that sort of stuff. You right there? Yeah, it's just, um, sorry people. You should get really achy legs when you sit here. Oh, no, that's fine, that's fine. I mean, so I've always stand up for a bit. No worries, no worries. And then going back to, like, mostly the internal stuff, I would, yeah, I'd say I try to have... I'm a vegetarian, so I, I try to eat a variety of foods. I'm a very unhealthy vegetarian, though. That's my problem, so I'm bad for, like... Do you just eat lean burgers? Kind of, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible for that. Like, no, I have, like, rice and pasta and stuff as well. But I'm not really varied in my uh, palette. So that's something else I have to work on. Luckily, one of the two books that I was talking about that I got given for Christmas, uh, one of which is a cooking book for um, uh, vegetarians um, who want to, who, who are working out. So it's like a gym book, like a, a vegan cookbook or vegetarian cookbook for weightlifters or bodybuilders, whatever you want to call it. So I'm going to try and, you know, use those recipes. I haven't done it this month as of that because of, various reasons and time and stuff but i will try and do it next month you know i'll write that down so i don't forget all right well on that note i i definitely have enough to edit there and um come out hopefully a, this is a, yeah i like this episode this is actually another a decent episode i like this health topic because we've covered a lot of stuff that we don't ordinarily talk about even just as a friendship group pizza helps. <laughs> <laughs> before i go before i sign off what did you guys think of the last uh, batch of the uh, section? No, uh, of, oh, of the drinks. Drink. Yeah. yeah, the smoothie. There we I go. I thought this one was a lot better, thicker. Okay. For sure. See, I'm the opposite. Ah, interesting. I like this controversy. Well, I was thinking, I was again, I'm not too keen on coconut. It's a coconut. Okay, okay. But I don't know. that's fine. I mean, each their own. I mean, try different opinions, but <laughs> you know. Fair enough, fair it's enough. Spilt, we don't argue over spilt tea or drink, so... You about to say spilt milk, weren't you? And you changed it to tea. Oh, God, you, you about sorry. to change it to tea, weren't you? you well, you about to say milk and then you changed it to tea. I was thinking of an awful cup of tea brand. Oh, <laughs> my God. This is going to be a running theme with you, isn't it? This is going to be a running theme with you. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, what else I going to say? Do you need? Do you want to plug any socials? I know again, Paddy, you don't have any socials. No, Charlie, you want to you want to plug in your I socials? Have, I have LinkedIn. You have LinkedIn. Yeah. You want to plug in your LinkedIn? What's your LinkedIn? <laughs> well, you just time Patrick Spence, you'll find me. All right, there we go. You never know. Someone might listen to me like, oh, he's a he's a you know wise Maybe. fellow. I mean, might I offer am, him a job. I am hoping like barista may offer you tea making. <laughs> you never know. Hey, we'll what, what about you, Charlie? Nah, we'll be back next week with no, 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 don't, don't, shut up, don't, don't, no Brandon specials. Well, are you, are you, uh, d- 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 don't, 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 don't finish me, that sentence. No, 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 I hope you invite me and Charlie back soon. Yeah. Maybe. Because I think we can both agree we enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. 
And we draw each other's company. Annual company. Oh, you do, do you? Annual company. All right, no, that's fine, it's fine. I'll Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Are you free on any of the weekends coming up? Maybe. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you know. I, well, I always need people to help to, to record episodes with, so oh, yeah. Do you want the listeners know? I'll be back in about two or three podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon, people. Okay. Um, yeah, going back to Charlie, do you, you want to plug in any of your socials? <laughs> no? Alright, fair enough. Sober underscore times. Thank you, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Fingers crossed. See ya.